This is Puck Here, New Zealand's hockey podcast, with your hosts Logan Swinkles and Joe Jury. Hey guys, welcome to Puck Here. I am your host, as always, Logan Swinkles, and I've got my good buddy here next to me, Joe, who's just playing with his phone. What's up, dude? I just got a message um, on today's Crywank podcast. Matt Heath shares in a story involving his mate Spooge, a goon sack, and a cemetery. <laughs> I like this uh, solid so. integration with, uh, with your hierarchy roots there already. Um, well, we got a we got quite a good little show lined up. I've, I've got quite a bit of rage in me, so um, let's just get going. Um, this week, Pakia, there's a new rat in the NHL, and we're coming after him. Old man Yaga is still better at hockey than you. <laughs> he always will be. And uh, we dream up what the expansion draft might look like on TV. The Bachelor's back, and it is as good slash terrible as you remember. And I know we've both been watching it. And we're getting Uber Eats delivered to us to end the podcast. Uh, we, as always, the last few weeks, we do, we've been doing this straight after work. Um, I'm freaking starving. So... I think let's time the way this podcast goes to that. As soon as the food arrives, that's it. We're out of here. Uh, so what are you having, Joe? Uh, I've been looking at the AFC. So Al's Deli? Yeah, yeah. Al's Fried Chicken, I think. What do you, what do you get in that? What do you get in that? It's basically a quarter pack, but um, of a better quality. So <laughs> a thigh, a couple of, couple of wings, some potato and gravy, coleslaw, and a brioche bun. Oh man, that sounds good. It uh, sounds pretty good. Uh, my my go to, and I'm you know I'm just gonna I'll share this with my girlfriend because it's a ridiculous amount of food, but but uh, some wings and poutine. That's my order. So get, getting that going now, and uh, looks like we've got about forty five minutes to go. So let's rip through it. Um, so talking about a rat in the NHL, uh, none other than Kachucky Cheese, Matt Kachuk of the Calgary Flames. You were very fired up about this. You were oh. very fired up. Well, I mean, obviously, everyone probably knows by now that he elbowed Doughty in the weekend when uh, the Flames were playing the Kings. And this is the thing. I'm not a Kings fan, but I'm a Drew Doughty fan. I do like Drew Doughty as well. He He's awesome. Um, I had a great time when I... I, I feel like I, I don't know if I bring this up all the time or not. <laughs> but um, the time I interviewed him, uh, I had just been watching... It wasn't NHL 24-7. It was, it was one that was surrounding around the outdoor uh, classics and the Winter Olympics that um, CBC did. Right. And um, obviously the Kings were a bit of a focus in there. And there was this whole, because with Dowdy playing for Team Canada, and uh, there was this whole thing about how he's not a morning person. And when I got to interview him for my documentary, I was the first interview of the day. And when he came to me, I could tell he was hungover. <laughs> And, and I was like, oh, shit. Um, here is this rookie kid from New Zealand who's never interviewed a pro hockey player before. And your first one is Drew Doughty hungover. <laughs> Do you know he, remi- he reminds me of, did you watch the show, the HBO show Deadwood? No. Oh, okay. So <laughs> what about Westworld? Westworld. Did you watch Westworld? The, the robots? The- no. <laughs> okay. The Western world. Basically, it's like he's a Western cowboy drunk dude that hangs out in the saloon and just gets hammered on whiskey and then just goes out and shoots people. That sounds like a good time. Uh, yeah, I guess it probably is him uh, uh, to a T, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, 
But so I've, I've got a soft spot for Dowdy and there was the, the elbow to the face. Um, luckily Dowdy is already missing some teeth there. So yeah, he's got the, he's got the missing jibs. So he's got the hockey smile. That's not going to hurt him too much on the, <laughs> the looks wise, but it's a, we had, there was a big discussion about this on the, on the Facebook page. People were saying, well, when we say this, it was basically one, one two, person. two people. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, Stephen Mawson for chiming in on that. And he was saying they were kind of, daddy was going for a bit of interference and they was like, well, I don't know. Like they're both kind of going and bracing themselves for a hit to ride into the boards, contact kind of ride them off yeah. into the boards. And, um, I don't know. Did Kachuk try and do that old Forsberg reverse hit? But he just threw a dirty big elbow right into his into his face. I don't know. Like to me, I I don't see that as interference because well, the puck was right there. It's not like it would never be called a penalty. No, uh, definitely wouldn't have been interference. I mean, it could have been. It, I think if Dowdy followed through, uh, he probably could have got a boarding penalty maybe um but he never looked like he was gonna actually no, hit him he was no, just that's kinda... the thing like his momentum to me when you watch the full clip the one that we shared uh on our facebook was the tim and sid one which is they literally just showed the elbow but if you go back and watch the highlights and you know watch the play um unfold you see dowdy just doesn't have the momentum to mm. deliver that kind of hit he's not even really skating up to him he's kind of gliding along they're both watching this puck bubble along the railing and i guess um uh, someone else on our po- on our um, podcast facebook page uh mentioned that perhaps drew was guilty of um watching the puck yeah it may have had a little bit of that to it he just never well you, you're never going to expect someone's just going to massively elbow you in the face no (laughs) you will now i guess every time you (laughs) he'll probably learn after that one but um as you said i was pretty fired up about it um may have said on twitter that um kachuk is total garbage i think you you went on almost a donald trump like tweet he was like the failing (laughs) matthew kachuk in the this is so sad yeah so sad sad calgary flames (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> but um i just yeah I, I was pretty pissed off um because like i said dowdy fan here and you know we've been on this podcast we've sort of been writing uh the nhl department of player safety quite a bit uh for their lack of inaction and i remember us saying a few weeks ago when kachuk slew footed uh, martin marinson uh yeah there's your leafs reference there uh, <laughs> Uh, he got nothing for it. And to me, I think the slew fit is a much more dangerous play than an elbow to the face. They don't penalize, um, they don't suspend you for slew foots because Brad Machant. Because <laughs> he, he, he's Brad all the time. <laughs> uh, and there's your, there's your Bruins reference. And well, yeah, he finally got suspended. Two games. What's your thoughts on that? More? Less? No, I think it's, I think it's fair. First time offender, I guess. Yeah, and see, that's the thing is they can now label him um, as a repeat offender if he continues on this way. Maybe, maybe uh, the NHL Department of Player Safety was saw all the media hubbub over the lack of an action recently. Maybe they've been listening to this podcast. Maybe, um, <laughs> if you are hi Burke. <laughs> uh, I don't think he is, but hey, that would be pretty awesome, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. Two games. I, I think it's fair. Um, credits where credits due there uh, on the department's sake. I hope now that he kind of learns from this. 
And if not, I think his uh, dad or um, Keith Kachuk needs to have a sit down with him and be like, buddy, you keep playing like this. You're going to score 400 goals like I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because that's how Keith Kachuk played. <laughs> um, back when it was the Phoenix Coyotes and they had those sick jerseys. They, those jerseys are so much better than the ones they have now. I mean, I love the jerseys they have now, but those ones that they had in the 90s are just so iconic. The only Coyotes game I'll ever watch in a season is when they do the retro jersey nights. <laughs> so, so you watch one Coyotes game a year? Yeah. <laughs> um, and just like, yeah, the, I don't know what it is, but Oliver Ekman Larson's jersey, just the Ekman Larson with the 23 on the back and those 90s jerseys, oh, that's a good jersey. <laughs> That's a good jersey. So, Kirst, when's your birthday, Joe? July the 6th. Okay, Kirst. Don't get me a Coyotes jersey, please. <laughs> Whatever you do. Can we, um, I maybe even the listeners can crowdfund you a, a birthday present. But, like, on the Coyotes, so Matthew Kachuk and then the Coyotes, we've got Christian Dvorak. Hmm. And last year in junior, he played with, the two of them played with Mitch Marner on a line in junior. That, <laughs> that is disgusting. This kid is disgusting! Imagine playing against that. No wonder they had like 130 points each or something like that. It was ridiculous. Speaking of the uh, the London Knights, I noticed they've sort of dipped down a bit uh, in the in the um, rankings there in the OHL. I mean, they're fourth in the Western Conference. Um, that season's almost wrapped up. And then I saw that the area otters, like I saw the area otters uh, just blitzing everyone. They've got way more points than anyone else. It's ridiculous. So, um, obviously, a good little system going on there. I know Dylan Strom is tearing it up again, probably, since uh, he's not with the Coyotes right now. Um, but as you can see, it was not all McDavid. Imagine if McDavid was still playing for them. <laughs> It'd just be <laughs> He's un- eligible. He is. <laughs> that would just be so unfair. Imagine if they made junior hockey so you couldn't... You got drafted at 18, but you, you couldn't, couldn't play, play until you finished junior hockey. <laughs> So you're there until you're like 20. Yeah. You just imagine like McDavid and Mana just running up the scoreboard. That would just be so unfair. It'd be like video, it'd be video game hockey. They would be playing, yeah, they would be playing video game hockey. Speaking of video game hockey, did you see Crosby's goal today? Uh, I saw about seven different gifts of it. It was just. <laughs> every angle. <laughs> every, it was so good. And then he did that. The story I saw, it was like Crosby slashes some guy in the nuts and then scores a one-handed goal. Just insane, and it was it was the kind of goal that only Crosby can score when he he goes through everyone, and it's the kind of goal that he's scored on the Islanders throughout his career mm. when he rips through everyone, and then he just pops it off backhand with like, and he doesn't he's only got one hand on a stick. It was a backhand one handed. Shooting backhand is hard enough with two hands. To do it one handed with the roofing accuracy. it over the goalie's glove. And I think that just goes to show, um, obviously, the, the strength of Crosby, you know, to do that, to lift the puck up like that at speed with one hand, backhand, roof. That's that's amazing. Um, and, of course, with that game, uh, Penguins clinched playoff spot. And um, old Frankie Corrado is now on his way to potentially being a Stanley Cup champion. <laughs> How sweet that would be. Two years in a row, the, the Leafs cast-offs. I know. Stanley Cups. <laughs> I tweeted that earlier today. I said, uh, I was like, Pittsburgh, where X Leafs go to win a Stanley Cup. <laughs> 
And the fact that, oh my God, you must have just been, because, uh, you know, being the huge fan of sports social media that you are, you must have been loving the Penguins tweet where they CC'd Steve Dangle about Corrado. I did not see that. You didn't, I didn't see this? No, no. I was, I have this weird thing where I, I work in social media, but then I have this kind of, um, like selfish a, way of shutting down my own social media so I can watch games at home when I get home. So, so no, I, I avoid spoilers of hockey games, but so then no. look at social media and everything else but the NHL. So in other words, you're actually just doing your job. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. You're a, you're a good Kiwi kid you are. Yeah, it didn't work yesterday though. You blew it. You, yeah. you <laughs> I, I was in, I pulled into the driveway. So we, we message each other on facebook and and text and stuff about planning the show and you do a lot more planning than i do i just respond and say that it sounds like a great plan <laughs> but um i pulled into the driveway yesterday all ready to watch get in seven o'clock watch the lee Bruins game on delay and um message pops up on my phone going did you see that pete blackburn gif of <laughs> rask storming up so perfect and i was like <laughs> Well, I wonder what happened in the game. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I was so close to getting home. Maybe, so maybe, close. Maybe in future you should just uh, tell me that you're um, doing that. No, it's um, and it, and it, like you said, it perfectly summed it up. No, no <laughs> one sums up a gift like Pete Black, uh, Pete Blackburn. He's pretty good. Um, going just quickly going back to uh, Kachar because um, I still haven't got all my rage out there yet, and uh, I think the podcast is a great avenue for that. Um. As I was saying, I think if the suspension doesn't kind of clue him up and, you know, make him realize that he is now on their radar, uh, I think um, his dad needs to have a, yeah, have a sit down with him, give him some fatherly advice and just be like, look, son, keep playing like this. I think you can end up um, with a notoriety of players like Corey Perry, Matt Cook, or fuck, even worse, Sean Avery. Imagine that. No one wants an Avery. No one wants to be Sean Avery. No, no one wants an Avery tag. <laughs> uh, so I think they finally got it right. The, the Department of Player Safety was suspending him, and um, kudos, kudos to them for that. So with that, uh, he obviously forfeits a bit of salary. Now I worked this out to be fourteen thousand, um, fourteen thousand six hundred New Zealand dollars for two games. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> um, now I've always, I don't know, I'm, I've never really paid attention to where that money goes, but if um, so I looked it up and if people are wondering where that money goes for that suspension, it goes into the uh, players emergency assistance fund, mm. which helps, um, you know, former players and their families if they get in, you know, financial um, distress. So good, good little cause there. Good little um, circle around. Yeah. The, the other thing with him is if he keeps being a jerk like this, um, he's not going to get any calls. The referees are going to start to hate him. And he's basically going to shoot You mean himself. like how Nazem Kadri gets nothing now? Yeah. <laughs> Nazem Kadri basically has to be like disemboweled <laughs> by the mountain from Game of Thrones on the ice to get a to get an interference call. <laughs> uh, did you did you see the Calgary Flames official statement on the suspension? No. It was kind of bullshit. Um, so they said, while we are disappointed with the league's verdict, we nonetheless respect the process and that the league has issued its ruling. Both the Flames and Matthew accept the decision. Our sole focus now is preparing for our game tonight in Washington, while Matthew will spend the next few days getting ready to return to the lineup on Saturday in St. Louis. 
Like, really, we're disappointed with the league's verdict. It's, <laughs> do you know what it is? It's Brian Burke going, look, son. <laughs> yeah, shit. I'm I didn't even mad. think of that. I'm just a little bit disappointed. I'm sorry, Dad. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm, just try- I'm just trying to do my job. There's this podcast in New Zealand that's always picking on me. <laughs> and I just thought I could get them off my back with a two-game suspension. And now my dad fucking hates me. Your mother doesn't want to see you this weekend. Just... Just don't come, don't come don't home come for <laughs> oh, We're so mean to the Burke family. <laughs> uh, let's go. Maybe there's something a bit more lighthearted here. The Bachelor is back. It's it's back. It's batch. No, really, I'm Sorry. I'm pretty sure we're losing a bunch of listeners 17 minutes in as soon as we mention this. But honestly, I think just just stick it up because f- fucking Joe's got some great takes on this show. I reckon. Well, I mean, anyone that listens to this probably knows someone who's on it. One of the one in of New the Zealand, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So they're spread all across. Uh, international listeners, you guys have really good versions of The Bachelor. We have absolute train wrecks. <laughs> so you have like characters like Chad from The Bachelorette and. Corinne from The Bachelor of recent times. We have Molly, the oh my god, the preschool teacher who runs the worst <laughs> pub quiz I've ever seen in the history of the to world. To three people, <laughs> and she's constantly like, she gives the greatest hellos. It's like this, hey, well, the yeah, I saw that. He's like, hey guys, <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. Though. I, I, she's kind of nice. I, I like, I like Molly. It was just she her whole. Nice. She's got this weird obsession with flossing. Yeah, that's uh, first impressions, asking someone if they floss and when they say they don't, and then you go, well, you better work on that. You're there to date him, you idiot. Yeah. You can't, <laughs> can't criticize him. Yeah, and let's save that for the third date. <laughs> exactly. But, um, oh, shit. Oh, okay, I've actually completely mind blanked there. I was going to say something about The Bachelor. Um, I just find it so, it's just so awkward. And... Like you've got this like group of mainly white girls acting and they throw in a couple of like other ethnicities to say, hey, we're not racist. Or, you know, we, you know, trying to like show the kind of spanning. um, Oh, fuck. I'm just like, I've had a long day, man. Um, Just all the cultural diversity of the show. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Um, But aside from that, majority white girls acting like a pack of wolves. Um, And the most powerful rose is a white rose. (laughs) Oh, mm. why white? Because it's pure? I don't know. Um, but yeah, surely, like, I know the show producers must be putting the heat on them to act like that. But I feel like the majority of Kiwi girls um, would have a bit more respect for themselves and, like, what's on display on that show. It's a, um, yeah, like I said, it's a train wreck. And we can only just sit back and enjoy it as it careens off the side of a mountain into a giant southern alps um (laughs) ravine yeah um i did enjoy your article that you made like your little recap of the first episode are the the best slash worst moments and gifts gifts. that was great yeah i'm waiting for a um a lawsuit from your employers on that (laughs) (laughs) so if you can put in the good word of uh, of me i can't like why would you i mean this is an mlb here you know where if you do a gift they'll fucking go after you yeah it's promo for the show so yeah exactly i mean obviously you you were watching you're a fan are you a fan or do you watch because your girlfriend's watching uh, she had already seen the episode, so I was watching it for my own self enjoyment. How did she already see the episode? 
Uh, she works at an agency, so they've got a, ah, they've right. got a, a um, advertising pre-screener. I see. Special little... Special treatment. Yeah, so I'd, I was watching for my own work purposes, I guess, to try and do some kind of spin on it for um, for my job, and it, it went okay. It was, um, it, was, it was all right. It was quite fun. <laughs> it was like, I loved it. Um, uh, was it, uh, the, I think it was the Monday episode, and they showed one that was like the little cheesy packages that they show. And one of the girls was ice skating at the uh, Paradise Botany Downs rink. And then in the background, you see like the Botany Swarm poster. Yeah. So we were doing almost podcast research by watching it as well. Yeah. And then I loved it because we, we posted that, uh, well, you posted it on the Facebook page. And uh, one of our listeners was like, oh, you guys are watching The Bachelor, eh? And we're like, yeah, it's because we have girlfriends uh, and, and it's for work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's for work. We're, we're not enjoying it at all. So that was great uh, by The Swarm to get a little bit of preseason exposure in there. Yeah. Unintentionally. Unintentionally. Or their marketing geniuses. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Good work. Yeah. <laughs> um, we actually, speaking a little bit about the uh, NZHL, we had a little uh, powwow with, with our friends at the Admirals. Um, not going to give too much away, obviously, but uh, I, I'm quite excited now uh, about the season. Sort of like, obviously, there was kind of the whole idea of this podcast was that we would give New Zealand hockey a voice because there's, there's got to be a lot of awesome stories out there. Uh, I saw one on the NZHL page actually the other day. Um, I can't remember what the context was, but uh, Callum Burns, who um, plays for the Stampede, <laughs> was like, hey, what about that time I should have got five points in my debut and I didn't? <laughs> so I want to know about that. And uh, there'll be plenty, plenty more. Um, but yeah, we, we, had a, we had a little chat getting up uh, early on a Sunday, which I wasn't that keen on. It's weird being in a rink and not actually um, skating, skating and doing anything. Yeah, there was like a, there was like a coach, there was like coaching going on. Um, I, think, I, I think Dag was running a yeah little clinic. Yeah, his uh, his school Kimura was uh, doing their thing, and every now and then we were in like the little party room having a meeting. And every now and then, I think people were sh- tr- intentionally like shooting pucks at us. Mm. <laughs> I almost kind of had a heart attack at one point because we were deep in conversation via phone and um all of a sudden there was just that crack on the glass so okay right i'm in a rink again that's right no i'm not falling asleep at home hey so we're uh i'm i don't know about you but i'm starving and is that uber eats here no no oh shit imagine that short podcast um no i am starving it says apparently courier is on the way but uh typically when it starts to show up on a map when I saw, I don't think it says we've still got 16 minutes. So, okay. See, I've never done this before. So this is exciting. This is very exciting. Yeah. Freaking Uber Eats, man. It's freaking great. Um, I am, God, I can't wait for this, this, uh, wings and poutine. Um, yeah. Bachelor. Are you going to keep watching it? Uh, I think so. Like putting, um, putting work aside, would you watch it for, um, personal enjoyment? Probably not. Probably not. It would be more of a, um, yeah, the, the work kind of runs runs the reason why I'm watching it. I, I never watched the second season. I watched the first season because I knew Matilda. Yeah. Um, so I watched that. I had to 
um, invested interest in her finding love with art, which she has, and it's a beautiful thing. That's so cute, isn't it? Second season, didn't watch. Um, quite glad about that because by all cases, it was an absolute... Train wreck. Yeah, even... But not a good train wreck Not either. a good one, yeah. Uh, but this one's kind of... Yeah, it's got... It's got the professionalness of Dominic Bowden holding <laughs> it all together. Okay, speaking of Dominic Bowden, um, so obviously the news came out uh, a little while ago, and I'm not quite sure how I missed this. I think we've just both been insanely busy, but uh, the it came out at the um, at the uh, general general managers meeting that they had uh, with the NHL a few weeks ago was the expansion draft would be televised. Of course. They were dumb if they didn't do that. I know, but I mean, for quite a while, <laughs> well, there, was this, there was this whole speculation that it just wasn't going to happen. Um, glad it is. But what what I really want to do now is just let's think of like, now, if we were producing the expansion draft TV broadcast, mm-hmm. what would it look like? How, uh, long, how long do you think it would be? It would be in a mansion. In a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> And there would be a massive cocktail party with all the GMs. <laughs> and so they'd just be sitting around getting steamed. And then Gary Bettman would come in and go, uh, please come through to the rose ceremony. You <laughs> <laughs> just bachelor tie in with the expansion draft. Um, I mean, I, I think, one, you need a host like Dominic Bowden and someone who can announce the picks with that kind of delay and suspense that he can pull off. No one does it better than Don Bowden. So you could be like, the Vegas Golden Knights select. Dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Mark Andre Fleury. And then. Should he, that be a good pick? It would be. There you go, there you go uh, GM, GM. So, yeah, so they'd. They've got a televisor, and the thing annoys me that they're not letting the list out of the players that are on. Yeah, of course it will. All it takes is one GM. But they're trying to protect it and protect their players or whatever. I don't want to hurt their feelings. But how good would it be knowing that... Keep going. Knowing that... um, You're on the the block. You You could be taken. You could be taken in the expansion draft. Knowing that one of your, like, especially with Anaheim, knowing that there's seven young D and they can only protect three of them because of Kevin fucking BX's contract, <laughs> one of those four who are all unprotected are going to go. I'd be losing sleep over the expansion draft if I was the Ducks. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, clearly you are. They're, <laughs> they're going to win the Stanley Cup this year anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Bold prediction there. <laughs> so not not the San Jose Sharks, not the Caps, not the Penguins. You you reckon the Ducks, eh? Well, with Johnny Burns blind goal. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna take them to the Cup Finals. God, could you imagine that? Two years in a row, uh, a Leafs reject being a Stanley Cup champion. That would be a better. Well, let's be. I mean, he is already a Stanley Cup champion, but he was riding on Jonathan Quick's coattails there. Yeah, that would be a better story than Corrado. I think even better, Bernier. even better because uh, who's his coach? Randy. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, ra- imagine a duck's leaf. Have we talked about a duck's leaf final before? I think we. Ha- I don't know if we have on this podcast, but we've joked about it um, when we're just hanging out. I think that would be amazing. It'd be so much fun. Give it, a, yeah, give it a couple of years, and you'd be like Randy and uh, Babcock, just be like, "Hey, how's it going, Randy?" <laughs> And then he just said, he's just, good one, Randy. Good one. Imagine the, oh, the Leafs 
The press conferences would just be, that'd be so lit. It would be great. Um, Honestly, dude, all I can think about right now is food. And (laughs) I I don't even know if this is a good podcast. I feel like all I'm thinking about is food and this is all our listeners are hearing. Um, Speaking of the expansion draft, have Dominic Bowden. And then once the pick is announced, well, obviously not Dominic Bowden, because I guess people are not going to understand his accent. Um, Mario Lopez. He's kind of the American Dominic Bowden. What about he? Steve Harvey? Oh, Steve. Is it Steve? Yeah, yeah, Steve Harvey. I was thinking Steve Harvey, but that's the CBS guy. Steve Harvey, the um, Miss Universe guy. <laughs> you just, you just can't. <laughs> and he have, just fucks uh, the picks up. He just sees the wrong ones. You just can't have another one of those. I have to apologize. <laughs> uh, moments again. Because, I mean, the NHL is already, you know, everyone is expecting them to fuck up this whole Vegas thing because, well, look at how they announced the team name. Yeah, everything so far has been. Um, terrible now i saw they're going to reveal i think it was in june they're going to reveal the jersey design so that'll be pretty cool well, wouldn't they just be the uh, the london knights jerseys pretty much <laughs> maybe <laughs> with a bit of red in there to throw them off uh who knows but yeah i think you you have that have have like a maro lopez or a, who was your pick steve harvey steve harvey actually that'd be better that'd be that'd be really entertaining because you come out and make really dirty sexual innuendo jokes or like he does on Family Feud. Or does it go? Does it just make someone career and you get Adam Wild? What about the, the Steve think, Dangle podcast? Because oh, <laughs> can you just imagine Jesse just oh, he would just or, or should I say um, uh, shit? Who's the who's the Blue Jay? He looks like uh, Dalton Pompey. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you just have those three ripping up, ripping up hosting. And then when a pick isn't announced, I think they should cut away to, um, Don Cherry in a casino. He's at like a poker table. He's got Pierre Maguire next to him and they just riff off each other and like uh, debate and analyze the pick. Oh my God. A Pierre Maguire, Don Cherry. No one would be under, be able to understand anything that anyone's saying. <laughs> it would just be shouting. <laughs> the conversation would be about, here we go. Here we go. Look at this. Look at this boy. Here you go. He played junior hockey for the Pentington Wildcats. Here we go. Here we go, boy. Look at this. Look at this. And, and then they would just um, outdo each other on their junior hockey knowledge. Yeah. And then spe- speaking of the kind of, uh, network rivals here i think another cool thing would be if you had like the tsn and sportsnet insiders so imagine bob mckenzie versus uh elliot friedman uh and they're just sitting there in in another room and another room together in the studio maybe at the mansion or Mm -hmm. maybe they're in a a pool like a jacuzzi or something uh just hanging out together having having uh some samosas or samosas margaritas (laughs) margaritas samosa is not a drink (laughs) um and they're trying to predict the next pick and there's like a reward punishment system going on like maybe whoever gets wrong has, has to take, to take a, a shot, shot. yeah I, li- I like this i like this it'll be quite a party uh broadcast should we just do that instead well yeah i think we should <laughs> <laughs> um depending on like i guess what the uh broadcast will be i don't want it to be too long i think no longer than two hours yep um like two hours with ad, ad breaks um i think we could do because they've got the list of, like it's already in right they don't have to yeah they're not deliberating like they do at the draft yeah right but so I, just smash they, they wouldn't just i think they should do a thing where they um just space it out so every three minutes you have a pick announce a pick 
do a bit of analysis bit of analysis and then a bit of predicting who the next one might be maybe you roll like a package of um the player that they just picked you know they're like hey this is what they've done or whatever which i mean that's going to be a tv producer's nightmare just creating all that <laughs> content <laughs> for, for the chance of only 30 of them to be played can you imagine that that's it's just so much like you're an editor imagine all the hard work of editing that you would have done and no. then none of it goes on it's happened to me before um what was it the the all blacks when they when they won the last world cup and they had the you know the victory parade and everything and tv3 uh well three news at the time um did it live and they asked me to make all these packages to play just in case the because they were going live the whole time Mm -hmm. but they wanted to have you know these edited packages put together in case the live feed screwed up and they needed to cut away to something live feed never screwed up none of my work got seen (laughs) and i was pretty sour the next day like i mean i understand it like i get it like that's just tv but i was up i was i stayed at work till about 1 p 1 a.m that night just to get it all done so that was the you uh the world cup 2017 no 2015 (laughs) we're in 2017 yeah 2015 england one yeah 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 i was at that game just saying really that's pretty cool. Mm. Oh, right. Yeah. Cause, um, Haraki. ACC, yeah, yeah. ACC was there. I remember doing a nutscape of, um, a colleague's testicles with the, um, all blacks walking around the field, carrying the world cup in the background. That sounds, that sounds lovely. Mm. Speaking of, um, <laughs> how are you going to segue in out of that oh, one? I don't know. I said, speaking of nut sacks, and I was trying to talk about Yama Yaga, who was not a nut sack at all. No, he's, the, a, he's a great man. This is what happens when we do a podcast and we've both just come off work and we we're just like so dead. I feel like last week we were so fired up. Like we got up and then we did this at like 8.30 in the morning and we had all the energy in the world. We had Jonathan beaming in from LA. And Ontario. easily our best episode yet. Uh, I think it probably will remain that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There could be a huge market for NHL Bachelor fan crossover out there that no one's tapped into yet. Hmm. Maybe a rose made out of hockey sticks? Mm. Hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, Yami Yaga, as we said, is an old man and he's still better at hockey than you or me. And, well, maybe not Connor McDavid, but, you know, most of us. He's still got the greatest butt in the <laughs> NHL. Better than Crosby's? I think so. He uses it better. He sticks it out more. <laughs> he sticks out as maybe that's why um, defenders don't want to touch him because they're just going to get an ass like they a face get, full of ass. They can't get near him because he sticks his big butt out with his big mullet. I love that he's grown the mullet back. Yeah, he just doesn't just doesn't give any fucks anymore. Eh? Like he's in Florida, he's kind of like, yeah, I'm having a good time. I'm playing with the kids, getting tax free money, tax free money, getting a lot of gray in my beard, just having a good time. And getting I mean, extorted by chick models, eighteen year old <laughs> chick models that well, he doesn't really care about. Yeah, well, I think he showed her. <laughs> um, but yeah, so last few days he surpassed Gordy Howe for the most points by a player over forty. That's pretty awesome. How do you reckon he's going to make till fifty? Could he, he said that he wants to go until 50. That would be insane. Like, I mean, he's 45 and he doesn't look like he's slowing down at all. How late did Chelios go to? I think he went until 
Should we, should we, should we look, should we look okay. it up? You, you keep, uh, I'll rattle off some stats while you look this up. So um, I watched this neat little sports net package uh, about um, Yago when he, when he hit that mark, when he bet, well, not bet, when he surpassed Gordie Howe's record, um, which was 269 points. And he is the oldest player to score a hat-trick. He's the oldest to record 60 points in a season. He's also the only NHLer to play in a Stanley Cup final as a teenager, which of course is with the Penguins, and after turning 40, which was with the Boston Bruins. That's crazy. It's just, he never ceases to amaze me. Charlie House is 48. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, obviously, um, obviously uh, Yaga is trying to just one up him or two up him and get to 50 he played for 26 seasons now what i really want to know is did any has any player in the nhl hit 50 gordy how gordy how played until he's 52 i'm glad that you just fucking had that in there that's good <laughs> no, on you man it's, it's good just on, on my you. piece of uh, research that i so only oh, so you do, you do prep for these episodes 52. well no it's just what I, the research i just did just then right just so you know um our, our food is here in six minutes. Yes. Oh, all right. So there's Yaga. Uh, Yaga, 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 Yaga. What's left? I think we're kind of ripping through everything, eh? Um, Playoff race? Capitals? Uh, let's, let's talk about that another time. One okay. thing I wanted to um, I wanted to touch on, I thought it was um, an interesting thing that I noticed, was Pitch Perfect 2 was on TV the other night. And I was watching it. Um, I was meant to be doing work and I kind of can't, I can't not watch an Anna Kendrick movie. I need to take issue at this. What? So I saw that it was on. I have not seen Pitch Perfect or Pitch Perfect 2. Yeah. But the Are you entire saying- <laughs> episode of The Bachelor, all they talked about was Harry Potter. There was that one girl that was into Harry Potter, another girl that was into Harry Potter. Then they talked about Harry Potter books and everything. Why would you not have a Harry Potter movie on after that? That would, that would seem like pretty good integration, mm. but I'm glad that they played Pitch Perfect too. Uh, but the thing that I noticed is when I was watching, now, I'm sorry if this is spoiler alerts, but I mean, hey, the movie's been out for quite a while. Uh, this, you know, the the team, the main team, all the Americans, they're sort of like, you know, they've come off this victory. They're feeling great about themselves. And now there's this whole world championship. Uh, championship they need to like uh, focus on and there's this big scary team from Europe who comes along and intimidates them and then I was watching it and like it's not the first time I've seen the movie but I don't know why it didn't click the first time it's probably because now ever since we started doing this podcast I have this obsession with the Mighty with the Mighty Ducks movies but I've noticed that Pitch Perfect 2 has the exact same plot as the second Mighty Ducks movie really yeah so there are a, um, do they get ring-ins from around the US to make their team? There is a newbie. Right. There is a newbie um, who is, uh, oh, fuck, I always get her name wrong. Hayley Steinfeld, the um, the pop singer. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. The one that sings about touching herself. Okay. <laughs> Surely you've heard this song. <laughs> Absolutely no, I have really? not. Really? No, my pop um, <laughs> doesn't really extend past. Well, I suppose you don't really, you don't play it on hierarchy. No. <laughs> But yeah, the so yeah, one newbie. Um, I think you're trying to pick holes at this already, but trust me, it's like exactly the same. And they get intimidated by this team, and they have to find themselves again. And it was just, I don't know. I was just watching it, and I was like, man, this is just so like the Money Ducks, my like D two. You know, they've got 
it's like they're facing Iceland, but this time it's this big scary team from Germany. And yeah, the confidence gets knocked. They try and find it again. And then ultimately they prepare for, they have this, you know, you have an awesome like montage. And always a montage. Always to a bring montage. Back together. Yeah. And you always got to fade out in montage. And then they get to the world championships and they miraculously pull it all together and they win. And everyone's like, yeah, USA, USA. And I was like, yeah, this is the Mighty Ducks too. I I need to actually watch that because I have a I have a massive soft spot for Anna Kendrick. Oh, she's just great. Oh, my girlfriend's in the other room, but <laughs> Anna Kendrick is great. She'll never hear this. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Uh, yeah, I just I thought it was quite funny. Um, now another thing I wanted to touch on because we didn't talk about it last week was freezing your jeans. Yep. Now we know because we mentioned Adam Wilde before um, from the Steve Dangle podcast. He swears by it. And then I was watching the Mindy Project the other day, uh, one of the new episodes. And Mindy, uh, Mindy Kaling makes a joke being like, why would I trust a guy who thinks freezing your jeans cleans them? And I've now since found out that you are one of those people that do that. I do. I, I've got some nerdy jeans that I, rather than put them in the wash and ruin their, um, their texture and, out, and kind of color, just chuck them in the freezer and you're good to go. Freezes up everything. It's... It's hard to get rid of stains from the freezer. Like, <laughs> you're gonna pre- your spot spot treat. Yeah, so yeah. you just got spot treat, but you just chuck them in the freezer overnight, pull them out, and voila! <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Maybe don't put them on on a really cold morning though. Yeah, because that will actually probably give you hypothermia <laughs> straight out of the freezer. Let them warm up freeze a little up, bit. Freeze up your freeze up your man bits. Let them loosen. <laughs> Slightly. Uh, well, um, but it works. And it absolutely does work. Yeah? Yeah. I, well, the thing is, is I don't have the room in the freezer to freeze my jeans. So I don't, I don't know if I'll be trying this anytime soon. But hey, uh, if you are one of those interesting people that do that as well, maybe um, tell us about it. Do you, do you swear by Joe's assessment here or do you, are you like me and you think it's absolutely weird? And like, I get the science behind it. Like freezing it would kill the germs, right? Uh, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Just, uh, just to me, it doesn't really seem like they're cleaning. You're just fucking freezing them. Um, anyway, uh, I think this is short and sweet. This is, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know if this is going to be a, book, a good podcast. Uh, I think people should let us know because <laughs> I feel like again, uh, our energy levels and just our minds just kind of not really in it this Focusing week. Focusing on that poutine that's coming. Oh out. my God. Fuck. It's, it's like two minutes away, two minutes away. I can just, I can taste it already. It's going to be amazing. Um, so shout out to Uber Eats and Owl's Deli for existing. Uh, Uber Eats is freaking amazing. We may have used it a few times already. Got lunch delivered to work. That was the best thing ever on a Saturday. Um, next week we'll be, we'll be back. Uh, still trying to get Grace Harrison. Um, they, I don't know if they sort of, after that loss to Boston College, They've maybe, just they've kind of gone them, underground. Yeah, give her a week or so to kind of get over there. Yeah, I mean, I suppose she's probably got schoolwork too. Like, why would she care about a New Zealand podcast? But hey, um, yeah, that's it. Although, another just just one more quick thing. Um, talking about things we've got wrong on the show. Okay. Uh, there's a couple of things. One that I thought we would get paid out on that we never did is that I said that Geordie Ben was the younger brother of Jamie Ben, which of course, if you just fucking look at him, he's clearly the older yeah, brother. Yeah, he's got a beard that shows he's <laughs> older. 
And the, and the Jamie other, Ben doesn't have any facial hair at no, all. No, he's just clean cut and very attractive. And the other the other one was um, David Schwimmer does play Rob Kardashian in The People versus O.J. Simpson. You which, were right. I, I see you wrong. And that whole time you led me to believe that I didn't have a good working knowledge of the Kardashians. And it actually made me feel pretty good about myself. And turns out I do have a good working knowledge of the Kardashians. <laughs> um. I think you should, uh, that should be on your CV. Yep. Working, good working knowledge of the Kardashians. I wonder if they'll give me a job somewhere. Probably not. Not unless it was the E channel. Um, but really I have no interest in working in a place like that. Uh, but yeah, we're going to wrap up the show this week. I've got one more thing to say. You've got one more thing? Uh, coming, mate. Poutine's coming. I've heard, I heard that tomorrow, so, which is tomorrow, but today, (laughs) When you listen to this podcast will be today, which is actually tomorrow, um, there's an announcement, like a historic announcement coming involving the Ice Blacks. Interesting. Mm. Any idea what that might be? I don't, I can't say, but by the time you listen to this, you'll probably know anyway. Okay. So we're teasing to the ether. To the future, Mm. to the present. Man, this shit's confusing. Uh, but yeah, we're going to wrap up the show with... Um, I think we talked about playing this song maybe a month or so ago when we never did. Uh, this is the little Ma, Mitch Mana parody song that the Blue and White Tonight podcast did, uh, which is... It's to the tune of Black Betty. Um, if you're not a Leafs fan, you're probably not going to enjoy it and you'll probably switch off. I'm, um, but hey, come back next week. We are Puck Year Podcast uh, every week. I know we've, uh, we've kind of been changing when we actually do the show we've kind of been a bit flexible with our work we're, we're both busy guys right it's life it's life life is flexible i mean we're not we're not the steve dangle podcast if, you, if we don't put it out on a tuesday it'll be there on a wednesday or a thursday or a thursday so far it's been a tuesday wednesday or thursday i think we did a monday one once but that was a public holiday mm. uh but yeah we'll be back next week hit us up on uh, the old twitter instagram facebook at puck podcast um still haven't any dick pics from their first episode so i i'm over it now i yeah thank you i applaud our listeners for not listening to joe i'm not even sure how serious he was on that uh at the time there's a protein i think the protein might be here (laughs) joe is so excited (laughs) the protein's here and you probably just blew out everyone's speakers (laughs) uh yeah we puck here podcast is the mitch manor song Uh, have a good night guys all day or wherever you are peace Puck Year, it's New Zealand's hockey podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or with your favorite podcatcher. Follow the guys on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Puck Year Podcast. Whoa, Mitch Mana, Bambalam, whoa, Mitch Mana, Bambalam, you know he made the team. Bambalam, and he's number 16. Bambalam, he's wearing blue and white. Bambalam, and he's out of freaking sight. Bambalam, whoa, Mitch Mana, Bambalam, whoa, Mitch Mana, Bambalam. Bam-a-lam.